Light that spark fire nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to find a niche that guarantees you can fire your boss next year. And I have brought Kenny Klein to rock the mic because he's a serial entrepreneur and founder of the content company Jack Media, which owns and operates media sites that serve passionate audiences. And Fire Nation, we're going to be talking about identifying niches where we can both build a business and compete. And we'll be talking about which platforms are most important, the best ways to monetize, how do you actually scale and outsourcing versus hiring internally, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Behind on your planning for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Clavio is here to help. Last Cyber Weekend, Clavio helped generate more than $100 million in sales for innovative direct-to-consumer brands like yours. Now, they're sharing their insights with you. Get a jumpstart on your planning with Clavio's go-to guide at clavio.com slash fire. When it comes to hiring, you can save time and get more qualified candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Kenny, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What's up, Fire Nation? Glad to be here. And something people don't know about me is that uh, I am an active beekeeper. So in New York City, that's a rarity. But uh, I am one of the few that does it up on the roof. Well, one thing I will say, and we're not going to go down a rabbit hole here, but Fire Nation, if you don't know how important bees are to this world operating properly, then it's pretty interesting to educate yourself on that because they are so critical. And actually, right outside my office window, at certain times of the year, we have this tree that blooms and these beautiful flowers. And we have all of these bees in case like, oh my God, look at all those bees. Like, ew. I'm like, babe, those things are making this world go round. So let's <laughs> give some praise to the bees out there. But Fire Nation, as I promised in the intro, we're going to be talking today about how to find a niche that guarantees you can fire your boss next year. So I love the specificity. I love the theme of this. And let's dive right in to identifying niches where we can both build a business and compete. Talk to us about that, Kenny. Yeah, it's really the golden age for niches these days where there's there's just such a great opportunity to build an online business in almost anything. And so uh, when I really first started out um, doing internet work, it was 2009, 2000, 2010, and you had to build everything from scratch. Uh, but these days you can build up a, mem- a membership website or your own information service or be a consultant, those types of things, and have a great presence and you're just ready to go. And so it makes it so that people are, can build a business in more and more specific niches. So anything you're passionate about, anything that people care about or need information, you can do it. So how do you identify these is a good question. And I say all that because nothing's off the table. I mentioned beekeeping. That's a fantastic niche. That's a way to make some fantastic um, money these days online is selling a course or selling products related to beekeeping or that type of thing. Um, when 10 years ago, you know, it'd be very tough to do that. Um, if you're looking for a niche, I would first one look for passionate audiences or passionate sub audiences. Um, and that doesn't mean they have to be passionate forever, but it means they're passionate for a moment for So for example, uh, one of my biggest sites is a mattress review site. 
and people are very passionate about mattress shopping for probably a month or two and then they buy their mattress and, and they don't have that passion anymore, needless to say. As long as you're passionate for a period of time or like beekeeping for a longer period of time, um, you can really build a business around each of those. So how do you do that? One, look for these passionate audiences. I love looking through Reddit feeds. I love looking through YouTube for uh, channels that are really specific. And I love just looking in the world around me where everything you see in your life um, that you care about, probably millions or hundreds of thousands or tens of millions of people are also caring about it as well. Uh, the other place to really look is Google Trends and Google Correlations. So those are both tools put out by Google. And if you go in and type in something into each of those, you can see how popular something is over time. Uh, so things are getting more popular or steadily increasing. And um, uh, oftentimes on the Internet, lots of these passion audiences are because more and more people are finding their way onto the internet. So really just go in there and dig through and find these passionate audiences. Um, and Reddit and Google Trends, again, are my favorite two places to identify those niches. So Fire Nation, passionate audiences and even sub audiences, that's a great place to start. And remember, it can be for a limited amount of time. Like if people are looking to buy a camera, you know, they're probably going to buy one like really high quality camera every few years or five years, who knows, or a mattress like the example. I mean, that's a great time to actually get into that person's psyche for that one time experience or once every five, 10 year experience. And I really loved the examples he gave, like going into Reddit and different places. Like I found Quora is a great place to kind of find what people are really excited mm -hmm. about because they're asking really detailed questions about things. And you can see what they're, what they really care about by the questions they ask. So if our listeners are at the beginning stages, Kenny, what platforms are most important for them to focus on? So I'll say this is always up for debate and it's always changing, but two that haven't changed in a long time are Google and YouTube. Um, the first one I think everyone's aware of, they've heard, maybe heard the term SEO. They obviously understand how Google works these days. Um, and if you're building a niche site, you can often rank for terms in Google just by putting out really good content and working to get some exposure to the site. So if you're, if you're working on something really specific, you can compete. Uh, now, YouTube, um, that's my personal favorite platform, especially for beginner, just because it's there's so much opportunity on that platform and there's much, much less competition. So naturally, there's lots of people making videos, but people really spending the time to make good videos um, on YouTube around certain niches is a rarity. And with, you know, the great advent of the iPhone and all this equipment, it really doesn't take much on the technological side as of the last couple of years to make really good videos, uh, even for a beginner. You know, it takes a little practice, obviously, but um, making great YouTube videos that are successful is, in my opinion, at this point, a guarantee if you keep at it. You know, it takes some work, it takes some consistency, but YouTube is a place where I know that you can be successful. I love examples. Do you know of anybody that you've worked with or that you've just maybe studied from afar where they've actually utilized YouTube in a very powerful way, meaning like they've actually gone and done the research and they're producing the type of content that you think they should be producing? They're using the platform in the best way that you've seen? Yeah, I think a great one is uh, this guy that used to work for me. Um, his name is Nick English and he uh, started a boot review YouTube channel. Uh, like men's boots 
only, like leather boots only review channel. So very, very specific thing. Uh, he started about a year ago and just puts out one video a week and, and the video quality is pretty good, um, nothing special, um, but he just does really, really well researched work there. And he's got up to, I think, almost 20,000 subscribers now a year later and he's got you know, people contacting him to do promotions and to review their products and uh, he's getting tons of free stuff and people paying him or offering to pay him uh, for sponsorships. Um, and all this just doing one video a week reviewing boots. Um, so being really specific. And it was it's one just because he saw it was a thing. He, he actually looked on Reddit and there's this popular subreddit about uh, men's boots that is very, very active. And he went on YouTube and there's maybe a one-off review from people here and there, but there wasn't one really great channel around boot reviews. So he made it and he's had some great success as of that. Fire Nation, what are you oddly obsessed with? Like what's something that you just love or have passion for or or are, again, oddly obsessed with that you're just like, you know what, I would just do this for fun, which means you're going to keep doing it. You're going to stay consistent. You're going to actually make good content because you love this topic. Like the boot example, a great example. And another one of my buddies, Chase Reeves, has a great YouTube channel all around backpack reviews. And guess what? I bought like a $350 backpack based off of his review on it on his YouTube channel, which he got a hefty commission for, not to mention he gets swag, he gets offers, he gets sponsorships, all these cool things because he just loves backpacks. So he wants to check them out and now he gets like Santa Claus Christmas every single every single day or week or month when they send him backpacks because they're hoping that he's going to review them on his site that gets incredibly targeted views. So think about this stuff, Fire Nation. What are you oddly obsessed with? So what's the starting point? Like, What's the most important thing for our listeners to do when they're at that starting point? So I think the big thing is, you say you've identified your niche and you've identified your general approach, you're going to do a YouTube channel, let's say, is you need to really make sure that you know that this is a marathon and not a sprint. So I think a lot of people that I've spoken with uh, over the years, they get excited, they go all in and they burn out three months later. And, you know, most things don't get huge traction in three months. Most businesses aren't soaring after three months after launch date. Um, a lot of times it takes a year, two years, five years to really grow it into something that, um, you know, is, is meaningful and that, and that is substantial. And so what I always tell people to do is really plan it out so that you can do it over the long haul, like with Stridewise, this channel, he did it once per week, um, one video per week because he knew he could do that over the long term. And I said to him at the beginning, like plan on not, you know, being able to leave your day job for two to three years. So what can you do uh, at nights and weekends that you would feel good about and that you would um, be able to sustain over the long term? That's what he came up with. And that's my, always what I say is that you have to, um, do it strategically as well. Use that excitement to put it into the quality, but don't say I'm going to do five videos this week and then three months later, you know, you don't have any energy left. Um, it's I, it's kind of like working out where if you go to the gym really intensely for three months uh, and then you get tired and you stop, a year later you're going to be right, you know, you're going to be nowhere essentially. Uh, if you go to the gym two times a week, three times a week, something manageable for a couple of years, you're gonna, your fitness is going to grow and, and business is no different, especially in media and growth of these types of sites, because no matter what you do in a small niche, it's going to take a lot of time to really 
grow your presence, grow your brand, grow the business around it. And I think it's a great point about running out of energy and really managing your bandwidth and just everything that you're doing, Fire Nation. So what would you say, Kenny, to somebody about allocating their time correctly? I think this is something I've heard a lot on the podcast. It's it's 80-20 rule. You have to really understand what moves your business and spend most of your time doing that. All the stuff that you know, what either it bothers you or it just feels good to do because you're good at it or all that stuff. You can't um, spend a lot of time doing it if it's not going to move the needle for the business. And so what I do to this day, every single month, I sit down and say, what did I do this month? What should I have done this month? Um, What in my business really moves the needle? And those things have changed dramatically from the time the things that I actually do have changed um, since the start of the business. But that process of looking back and saying what was impactful with my time and how can I spend more of my time doing the things that really matter, really move the needle for my business and how can I get rid of some tasks I don't need to do or that don't move the needle um, and really allocate my time that way. That's what's really powerful for me to this day and that I recommend doing day one in your business. And maybe you don't know exactly what moves the needle just yet, but take some guesses and have that evaluation period over and over again and always make the adjustments to that time allocation. Fire Nation, Kenny is not dropping value bombs because we're going to talk about how to monetize the best ways that specifically do that and then scaling, which is so important, but sometimes so difficult. And we're going to talk about outsourcing versus hiring internally when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Clavio's mission is simple, help brands grow. And they have a proven track record, especially when it comes to the busiest online shopping days of the year, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Last Cyber Weekend, Clavio helped generate more than $100 million in sales for innovative direct-to-consumer brands like yours. What's the secret to the success? And how are today's top online brands preparing to set new records this holiday season? That's simple. Personalized marketing experiences. Experiences that create authentic relationships with your customers and show you understand them and their preferences. In order to have a successful Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you must understand your customer, their purchase motivations, and what kind of marketing messages they should receive. The more you can own the customer experience, the more successful you'll be. And lucky for us, Clavio helps the most innovative online businesses own their growth. To help you, Clavio has released a holiday planning go-to guide. Get the guide and maximize your fourth quarter sales by visiting clavio.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. Your company is only as good as the people you hire, and finding qualified candidates isn't easy. Luckily, we have tools that can help, like ZipRecruiter. I want to share a case study that's a perfect example of this. Meet Jermaine, the Director of Talent Acquisition at Hurricane Grill and Wings, a casual dining restaurant with 70 locations across the U.S. Jermaine needed a consistent flow of candidates to grow their franchises, but he was having a tough time. Other job sites didn't deliver the quality or volume of candidates he needed. Also, using multiple job sites led to a complex hiring process. ZipRecruiter's all-in-one solution provided Jermaine with a sustainable flow of candidates with the required experience, and he was able to fully staff new franchises within three weeks. Jermaine says, with ZipRecruiter, we found the hiring success we've been looking for. And Jermaine isn't alone. In fact, four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com 
ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Kenny, we're back and let's talk about monetizing. You know a lot of ways to monetize. Over here at Entrepreneurs on Fire, we have many diverse revenue streams. But what have you found are the best ways to monetize and how our listeners can do that? Yeah, so when you're engaged in these passion audiences, I found that there's two great ways to really monetize early on day one. And one is probably like you said with the backpack site, making recommendations on products. So entering into an affiliate arrangement with one or many uh, vendors or with Amazon directly. Essentially that just means when you recommend a product or a service, if someone clicks over from your site and purchases, then uh, you you as the referrer get a cut or like a commission of the business. Uh, so that can be really valuable for passion audiences. And the second is just to, to have a product that you sell. And I am a big fan of uh, digital products. So either an ebook or a course or something like that that's really specific to your audience and what they're interested in can be very valuable. So day one, you can start with both of those things and um, they're great and they scale very, very well. Um, you know, in, in our business, chasing page views, trying to get ads on your site and monetize that way, it's just not working that well anymore. Um, it doesn't scale very well in my experience. And day one, you know, even if you have you know, thousands or tens of thousands of visitors on your site, ads, um, and I'm talking kind of like AdSense or ads that go actually go on your site aren't a great, great way to monetize. So you really want to look to extract the value that you have provided your customers either through recommendations or through providing them a really specific digital product, I would suggest that, um, that they can use and really get a lot of value out of. So once we start to get the basics and we're making some dollars, some cents, we're actually generating some form of revenue, how can we scale? Like, what do we need to think about? Because we want to go from a dollar to 10, 10 to 100, 100 to 1,000, 1,000 to 10,000 as we keep growing. Talk about scaling. Yeah, so scaling, it comes naturally in two ways. One is if you're talking about traffic, it's kind of how do I get more of that? And there's always a variety of ways. And You've been doing something that works if you're thinking about scaling. So can I do more of that? And also, once you get to a certain stage, it's like, well, can I level up? You know, if you're a YouTube person and you've got a couple hundred subscribers, it's like, all right, it's working, but I just need to do more of this and get more subscribers. If you have 10, 20, 30,000 subscribers, 100,000 subscribers, then you say, oh, maybe I can do partnerships or cross promotion or that type of thing with other YouTubers or find bigger ways to, to grow your audience. So I think one is to find ways to keep doing what you're doing without spending as much effort. Um, so part of that is just natural because you've been doing it. Um, and so you get better at it, but also can you hire somebody or can you outsource a, a part of this process that takes you a lot of time, but it's pretty repetitive so that you can spend the time to really explore and do the things that can move the needle even more, whether it's partnerships or um, promotions or that type of thing. Uh, on the other side, scale can also come just by providing your current audience more value. So like I was talking about with a digital product or a course, um, if you can create a course that is 10 times better than what you know some product you're promoting or the course you had before, you can charge a lot more. And so you can, with the same audience, scale your revenues tremendously just by providing them more value, um, either through a service or a product or even just making better recommendations if you're doing the affiliate model. 
So I feel like a lot of people have problems when it comes to either building a team or just outsourcing everything. Like they really have this struggle and they say, you know, I can see myself building this massive team and like having them do the work and me having control and them being focused on the business. Or alternatively, you have people that are saying, you know, but I can just go find people who can be independent contractors and are just great at what they do and they can just do the stuff for me, you know, when I need them, but aren't like on a full-time payroll. So mm-hmm. talk about that, like that process, that's kind of the pros and cons of outsourcing versus hiring internally. Yeah. And I've done both myself and they both definitely have pros and cons. So thinking about outsourcing first and outsourcing is generally a great way to get started particularly in this type of workers economy where you can go on a place like Upwork or you can go to a variety of other sites and get someone that's willing to work part-time that's very good at something specific. Um, And as uh, I pointed out, when you're thinking about scaling, you should start earlier on where you don't need someone to come in and do everything. You don't need a second you. And I think that's everyone's inclination initially is like, oh, I just need someone that can do everything. Well, outsourcers is a great way to practice not doing that. Well, we're, we're really breaking down your business and saying, what can I clump? What, what couple things can I clump together? Or even one thing, if it takes a lot of time that an outsourcer can do, um, reliably and with, you know, maybe some training, but, but not a ton of training and really start using one or a couple outsourcers to, um, develop that. Now, as time goes on, if you have, you know, 10, 20, 30 outsourcers, then it starts to be a lot of outsourcers. And, before that point, you might think about hiring internally. And at that point, um, my first hire always has been someone that could manage a part of the business equally as well or better than me. Um, and so that essentially means I don't want someone that can come in and be me again. That's I think that's a big hiring mistake. Um, but if they can take this area of my work off my plate, then that and and even do it better than me, even grow it better than me, then that's a big value add. So if we're talking about YouTube, for example, um, I filmed a lot of my own videos for a long time when I with one of my early channels. And my first hire was a video guy that uh, came in and did all the filming, all the editing, all the graphics, that type of thing. And so that hire, one, it freed up a lot of my time because I wasn't doing that myself. But also video editing was something I kind of taught myself. I'm okay at it, but he was much better. And so the quality went up as well. Um, so that hire was really, really valuable. And in the first five to 10 hires, I think, it should be someone that is, has obvious value uh, and they know where they fit at the company immediately. Um, and one, that just makes it easier to, for you to scale and grow, but two, also it makes it easier from a management standpoint because I didn't have to sit there and train him on all this stuff. He came in and he knew more than me about a lot of aspects of his job. Naturally, I have to, you know, work with him as a as a boss and and uh, and get him in line with the style of the channel. But he brought a lot to the table that he taught me as well. And I think early hires, as you scale, should be able to do that as well. So when it comes to niche sites, you know, the word niche kind of means small or like really specific or unique. So a lot of people are like, well, could I really turn this like into my thing? Could I really turn this into a viable business? What would your answer be to that? I would say absolutely. Now is the perfect time to do it. Um, you know, I'll give you some examples of my businesses. Uh, our mattress review site uh, gets five, six hundred thousand visitors per month. Um, so that's a very, very specific niche, but it's getting a lot of traffic. Uh, another one of our sites is called 
bar bend, it's a, a, it's a very intense weightlifter site. So if you're really, really into weightlifting, I'm not saying, you know, you go to the gym a couple of times, I'm saying you're kind of, this is your life. Uh, that's what Barbend covers. It does like news and events and training tips and, and reviews and that types of thing. And, uh, that site currently has 2 million visitors per month. And we think we can grow it to five to 10 million visitors a month. So you can see both of those are really, really specific niches. Um, but they scale tremendously and it's just a beautiful part of the internet these days where, um, there's so many people you can connect with all across the U S all across the world when you're building your business that no niche is really too small. Um, and I'm a big fan of the, we've talked a little bit about courses, uh, online courses is a great way to generate, um, even from a very, very small audience, you know, an even more specific audience than I mentioned, uh, you can generate really great revenues. You know, I have a number of friends that I connect with that do online courses from, uh, you know, one does memory improvement, one does productivity, one does how to code Python, and all of them are uh, making more than a million dollars per year teaching just that one course, a very, very specific course. And it's a very high-end course, and, um, and they're absolutely experts in that little area of the world. But uh, it just goes to show you that these niche sites can grow into not only a viable business model, but a but a really substantial business as far as most people are concerned. I mean, Fire Nation, my biggest takeaway here is this can all be overwhelming because you literally can do anything. So you need to narrow this down to doing the one thing that you are weirdly obsessed with. Like we all have our little weird obsessions. What's yours? Because that can turn into a niche site that A, you absolutely love doing because you're weirdly obsessed with it and you can find your tribe. It doesn't have to be, two to five million uh, viewers per month like Kenny's building up to. It can be two to 300,000 or 20 to 30,000 views per month. But if it's a very specific niche and people are as obsessed with you about that topic as you are, then I, th I mean, you can really build a viable business around this. And by the way, start small with that one thing that's gonna give you some learnings and some understandings on that next go round or that second idea or a third idea or a fourth idea as you're building out your portfolio of potential niche sites. Or by the way, maybe you just knock it out of the park with one and you just put all your focus into that one thing. That can be a great viable option as well. So Kenny, give us a wrap up. What's one thing you wanna make sure Fire Nation gets from this masterclass? Give us the best way that we can connect with you and any call to action you wanna share and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So the thing I'll leave you with is I hope that this specific information I gave you just goes to show you that it is possible. So this is definitely the starting point. There's a lot to figure out, but if you pursue this path, I think there's a lot of opportunity to be successful. Uh, and so it's just really about taking action and taking sustainable action. And you can go and fire your boss and it, within a year's time, have a cool business that you really enjoy that you're working on, that you can keep on growing and turn into something that uh, can really change your life and that you are really proud of. Um, so you can do it, I know you can. And so if you wanna learn more about the sites that I've worked on, uh, I do this under my company called Jack Media. We have four sites, uh, Sleepopolis, Barbend, Security Baron, and Mattress Clarity that we run right now and are planning on launching some more uh, in the coming year. Uh, and follow me online, uh, either at LinkedIn or Twitter. This be Kenny are the best places to reach me. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, you've been hanging out with Kenny 
in JLD today. So keep up that heat. And of course, head over to eofire.com. Just type Kenny in the search bar and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. We have links to Kenny's website, all his other sites that he has. You can check them out at eofire.com and then search for Kenny in that search bar. And Kenny, I just want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Great to be on. Thanks so much. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Kenny. And if you have your big idea, well, then you're ready to ignite. But if you don't, I have a free training for you. That's F-R-E-E, free. And it's going to get you your big idea in less than an hour. That's less than 60 minutes. And no, I cannot do the seconds in my head, but I'll get there. Yourbigidea.io. Visit that site today yourbigidea.io and I'll catch you there Fire Nation or I'll catch you on the flip side. When it comes to hiring, you can save time and get more qualified candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Behind on your planning for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Clavio is here to help. Last Cyber Weekend, Clavio helped generate more than $100 million in sales for innovative direct-to-consumer brands like yours. Now, they're sharing their insights with you. Get a jumpstart on your planning with Clavio's go-to guide at clavio.com slash fire.